Thank you for choosing to listen to the Mummy on a Break podcast. I am Maria Newman, otherwise known as Mummy on a Break. My journey to becoming Mummy on a Break started back in 2016. That's the year I took voluntary redundancy whilst on maternity leave with my second baby and without really having a plan. The only thing I knew at that moment was that I needed to change my job and if I didn't seize the day and take my chance, I'd be in the same job doing the same thing up until I retired. That thought really scared me. So long story short, I embarked on my journey of being mummy on a break, which started with me actually deciding to start my own business. And by following a very windy road led me to create the life I really wanted. I now help women who are like the old me. I help busy working mums who are fed up of the routine, the daily routine, and want to take back control and create the life they really want in their work, their relationships, their wellness, their money, and the fun stuff. If you want to find out more about how I can help you, then check out my website, mummyonabreak.co.uk and click work with me. However, for now, sit back, relax and enjoy this podcast episode. Welcome to the Mummy on a Break podcast. My name is Maria Newman and I am Mummy on a Break. You can find out more about me, what I do and Mummy on a Break on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. This podcast series is all about managing our well-being in this modern life. Life today feels busier and more hectic than it did 20 years ago. And there is so much noise out there that we have to wade through. So I will be interviewing six amazing women who are experts in their field and who will be sharing with us how we can manage our well-being in this modern life. My guest today is Zoe Thompson. Zoe is a lifestyle and well-being coach working with clients both online and in person to help them make profound and lasting change, unlocking minds and lives so that they can live the life they want with confidence. In Zoe's words, she is the voice in your ear that tells you that you can. So today's podcast episode is about managing our minds in this modern world. Thanks for joining us today, Zoe. Thank you for having me. So before we jump into it, tell us a bit about yourself, your story and how you got to where you are today. Okay, so uh, I'm Zoe. I am 40 something because I think I don't think lockdown birthdays count. So I am uh, 40, 40 something. Uh, I have an 18 year old son and uh, live born and bred and live in Bristol and I've been working as a life and well-being coach uh, for a couple of years full-time now. Um, my background before that so I worked in the police so I worked for the police for 20 years so I started at a very young age of 18 and spent the first two-thirds of my career working with the public in a variety of different roles um, helping victims, witnesses, also working with offenders that reported in, and then spent the last third of my time working in business change, and also had a secondary role as a self-development trainer, 
and also as a coach and mentor to other people in the organization. So lots of my, lots of my career was very people focused, helping people to find their voice, helping people to work things through that were going on in their lives and to support people to, you know, from a career perspective, achieve their full potential and also from the life element, help them to find their feet and, and take the path that they wanted to take. So still what I'm doing now, just from a different, a different perspective. And so now I work with people, teenagers upwards, men and women, and help them to you know, create the tomorrow that they want, you know, work out what it is they do want from life and then help them to find enjoyment in the day as well. You know, find, find a way to learn to love the life they have at the moment while they're working towards the life that they want in, in the future. Oh, that's, it's something I think that we um, overlook or we don't, we're not conscious about, we just let life happen to us. So obviously the, the service that you provide is really, really important. And I think, you know, really needed. So we are currently in unusual times, which will be affecting us in different ways. How do you view what is going on today and some of the challenges that are affecting individuals today? And it's interesting, isn't it? Because it's so different for everybody. Everybody has been impacted, but everybody's been impacted in, in a different way. So the conversations that I'm having with people that I work with are very different, whether it's the, a teenager, a parent, or somebody who runs their own business, somebody who's in employment, everybody's circumstances are slightly different. So COVID has most definitely impacted everybody, but it's impacted people in very different ways. And I think that is part of the challenge is that we're all working through the same thing, but we're all working through it very differently. It's very different for each of us. And I think that that is part of the challenge for people is that they're looking around them and how other people are coping and what other people are doing to get themselves and their family through this. And that might not apply for them. It's not a one size fits all. So I think that's part of the challenge is we we are all impacted. So we're all in the same boat, but we're not all in the same you know, in going through it in, in the same way. And I think that's probably the biggest challenge is there's lots of disruption, there's lots of change, lots of feeling out of control, lots of decisions that are being made by other people that impact us and impact us, you know, on that very granular level. Um, and so I think that's the challenge for people, isn't it? When they don't feel in control of helping them to see what they can control, what they can influence and being able to, to work through that. So it's the same, but very different. And I think that's, that's probably the biggest challenge. And um, what advice can you give on how we can best support ourselves and each other so that we can be resilient and not um, minimize the impact of this on our life? Because obviously it is about being resilient and therefore, going through this on a daily basis, being able to live as normally as possible. Yeah, I think that, that's the challenge, isn't it? I think we, we see what other people are going through and then we feel like we, it's that comparison, isn't it, of, of comparing other people's experiences and then almost minimising what we are experiencing. And I think that's the, you know, taking notice of and acknowledging and accepting that it's our experience and we own how we feel and how we respond and again other people are having their experiences and they are responding in their way and working things through it so 
you know, for me, the resilience is about the bounce forward. It's about taking what you learn, taking what you learn about the situation that you've been in or the situation that you've dealt with, um, but also what you learn about yourself when that happens, because then you know that, uh, you know, I, I call them the internal resources. It's the things that you have, the, the quality, the character, characteristics, the experiences, the skills, all of those resources that we have. That's part for me is about the bounce forward is, OK, what did you learn from this? What did you learn about yourself in this? How will you be able to use this as a positive in, in the future? And I think that's that's for me is one of the key elements of finding the positive, but also using the experience to your benefit, using it as a positive. You can leave the experience, but take the learning. And I think that's sometimes where the catch is. And a lot of people try and carry the experiences with them rather than leave the experiences behind and just bring the learning with them, which is a lot lighter to carry. And also we can use those learnings to apply in a positive, proactive way to help us to move forward. Yeah, and, and, and your point about taking the experience with us forward, it's being able to let go of what happened and mm -hmm. not to hold on to it because then we hold on to all those emotions which obviously is not good for us and does weigh us down and like you said take take the good and and have the courage to see the good in the experience and say okay then how can I better myself so that when a similar experience comes along I've already got the learning on how I can deal with that situation again rather than just feeling like you're banging your head against a brick wall and going oh my you know I experienced that a year ago or six months ago or a month ago and I just feel like I keep on getting myself into that same situation and just not being able to deal with it and that's the challenge isn't it because if we don't stop pause and reflect on the learning we're likely to repeat we're likely to repeat the same response to a similar situation, which means we're likely to have the same outcome. So that pause and reflect is really important. And I think we're, we're I, and I, I include myself in this, very quick to kind of write, right, okay, let's just draw a line under that and move on nice and quickly. But that pause for reflection and review, what worked, what didn't work, what would you do differently next time is so important to make sure that you don't repeat the same mistakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Learning. And I think I think it's it's acknowledging that sometimes when we when we rush on, it's it's either for me my experience because sitting in that in that place is really uncomfortable, and obviously as humans we don't want to be uncomfortable. We want to find our safe place, but so it's totally understandable. Um, and then on and also on the other hand, when we've experienced something that's really good potentially again we don't we don't sit in that place not because it's uncomfortable but it's like okay then that's happened move on yeah and so it, it it's so important to either treasure all the good stuff mm -hmm. because you know it's good it's nourishing take it and and really bask in the glory of it or like you said with you know like the negative stuff um, yes, it is painful. Yes, it might be traumatic, but just unpick it and, and see what it can give you. Yeah. And it, I think that the, the difficulty 
with the you know the learning the the reflection when it hasn't worked well is that we have to sit in that place where we look at the role that we played and take some responsibility and ownership for how we manage that situation and yes there will be other people involved but we can't control or impact what other people do but we can control what we've done and I think that's the uncomfortable place yeah. isn't it? it's much easier to put things down to external factors and then and you move on which means then you end up with that pattern repeat of behavior and, and responses which isn't which isn't great either but yeah like you said that celebration of successes I don't know is that a British thing I'm not sure but we don't we don't do that do we we don't do that enough of just saying you know yeah go me look at look at what I've done today and I think it's a, it is a real shame we're very quick to to move on on to the next experience I think that's part of the mindfulness being present isn't it of no, just really in, in enjoying the moment, but also learning from the moments too. Yeah. And I think also it's about like striking a balance um, because, you know, if we either focus on where things have gone wrong or I was going to say focus on where things have gone right, but I think there are very few people who, who, who do that consciously. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's either one or the other, then we can't strike a balance in our lives and and especially in this chaotic world things just get magnified so if we're sitting in that place of you know things are always going wrong for me I feel stuck I can't see my way out of this then the balance cannot be achieved um and and it just feels that especially when so many things are going on and we've got so many pressures on us in in the place where we are today that it's just even harder to strike that balance so in your opinion and with the work that you do how can we help ourselves to achieve the balance that so say we keep on saying that we're craving it's it's one of those words isn't it that you you hear you hear so much and I think balance is different for everybody you know what what balance for one person or what is balance for one person is not balance for somebody else you know some people you know have different different priorities different things that are important to them and that that means that the balance will look very different I think it's interesting that you hear people say they're trying harder to find the balance which is which is an interesting way of looking at it isn't it because and again I think this is what we tend to do isn't it when something isn't working we try harder we go harder faster we do more of whereas in in my experience and certainly some of the conversations that I have with people is about letting go of you know reducing bringing things back of you know if you if you want to balance the scale of what life looks like for you you need to take something off one end and you need to add on the other. And I think people are very good at doubling down and and doing more of, and not so much at looking at what they can let go of that will help bring that balance. Because if if you think about those scales, you have to to add a whole lot more, whereas actually you can add a little bit more of what you do want and take off what you don't. And I think it's the the letting go and the leaving behind element that, that people, find difficult of what do I need to let go of what can I say no to what do I want to say no to that will help to to balance that for me and you know it's people use that expression don't they of of they're juggling lots of balls but what balls are you juggling you know do you want to be juggling all of these balls or actually which ones can you put down 
and maybe pick up again in the future. But right now, what balls do you need to be juggling? Which important, if you could only pick up three balls, which would they, which mm. ball would they be? What's most important to you right now? And what do you need to put down and temporarily, permanently let go of to help you really focus on the three that are most important to you? I am um, regularly encourage listeners and followers of mine to just just drop the balls and see what happens because actually where your mind is taking you and what you think will happen probably is not going to happen so yes I, I I often talk of the mummy juggle and I think definitely as mums and parents we feel the need to just pile it on because it has to ha- you know we have to do it it has to happen and it's like but does it does it really or is this like just a story that you're telling yourself yes I do I need to do that because if I don't then you know somebody will be upset or somebody won't get what they want or somebody's need won't be satisfied and it's like just just stop like you've already said just stop reflect what's truly important and what's not absolutely yeah I agree very much agree so what techniques can we apply in our daily lives just to help us either like let go of the baggage and the emotions that we don't need and to just you know bring in that calm so that we have got a more balanced perspective rather than like driving hard and, and I, like to, I like to liken it to a coiled spring. You know, the more we try, the more we wind ourselves up. And actually, that's, that's no good for us because at some point, that spring is going to just have to go boing. If we put that much pressure on it, that boing is going to be out of control. It's not going to go where we want it to go. So it's... Yeah, it is. And it's interesting because I think this is feeding in really nicely, actually, with what we've just been talking about. But for me, I think one of the most so personally and, and also working with other people, the acceptance mindset. So it kind of comes in under the mindfulness banner, if you like. But that acceptance mind, mindset of letting things go, you know, the accept that you may never have all of the answers. You may never have all of the information that you're looking for. You may never know exactly what people were thinking or why people have have done something or behaved in a certain way or responded in a certain way. But letting things go, you know, letting go of that need to control, letting go of the need to know, the need to be right, the need to have all of the information. Excuse me. No, for anybody who spends time with me, they'll know that it is what it is, is one of my, you will hear me say a lot because, you know, sometimes it is what it is and we don't know and we won't know and we won't ever know. And even if we did know, we might not even believe it to be true either. So I think we spend a lot of time trying to find the answers and actually sometimes it's a lot um, more beneficial for us to be able to say it is what it is. Mm-hmm going to let this go it's it's not helping me in any way to hold on to this it's even with all of the answers they might not help me to be able to move on so I'm giving myself permission to let it go and and to move move things on myself taking control and and letting it go so so the, the acceptance mindset has was very very powerful for me 
I didn't know what it was. Um, I didn't, it wasn't until I read something years later. I was like, oh, that's what I did. But that for me, that was a, a big, a big change for me. And just that acceptance of people are people, people are individual, people do what they do, when they do, how they do. And that's not, it's not on me. It's not on me as an individual. It's not on anybody as an individual. And you know, let, let the need to control, the need to know, the need to be right, the need to know more, all of that stuff just just let go because it's like you said earlier it just weighs weighs very heavy and do you know who I think we need to look to as examples of um the acceptance and the I'm not trying to find out what that individual um the reasons why that individual is behaving in that way or the reasons why that has happened we can look to our children like young children and they they that's what they do yeah. If we say um, this is what's going to happen, usually they'll go, oh, all right, then. I yeah. mean, you know, they'd obviously go through the why phase when they're really young. But children are really good at just accepting rather than like searching. Oh, yeah, but they said that. What does that really mean? What are they really trying to tell us? It's just like, no, they'll go. Yeah. Oh, all right, then. But it is that <laughs> shock, isn't it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay it's great isn't it to be able to just go mm, okay I don't I don't I don't need to know I don't have any more questions mm, okay <laughs> it's, it's the very I think children are very present aren't they they're very in mm. the moment they're you know they're not past and future it's very much in the moment and and that's great and but I also love the childlike curiosity of why 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 so I think yeah children could teach us so much there's so much about adulting that we much better at that we need to let some of the adult behaviors go and tap back into that child child mindset for sure oh I'm so with you we we could like start a training course couldn't we on um how to how to be more like a child to be a better adult (laughs) isn't this the, the the funny thing though isn't it because as adults and as parents we know more than our children so we're always you know correcting them and teaching and they're learning from us and actually I think sometimes we need to again that pause and okay what can I learn from you in this moment because you seem to be managing this a whole lot better than I am so what are you doing that I need to do what what are you doing that I can learn from rather than that continual we we know more we know better because I don't think we always do. We don't. I keep, um, I wrote a blog post a couple of months ago and I said, you know, sometimes just talking to our children, first of all, we don't have to have all the answers because like you said, we don't always have to have the answers. Also let them come to the conclusion themselves, you know, let there be silence when you're having a conversation because they're processing what's going on they're processing their thoughts and just give them a little bit of time because they come up with some amazing things Mm -hmm. as long as we give them the space and time to do it rather than like a I must fix it or I must give them the answer absolutely and I you know so as I said my son's 18 now and I think that was a big part of that transition between childhood and adulthood is, as I feel as a parent, part of our role in that is enabling them to step into that power of 
thinking for themselves and making their decisions and you, you you become less the teaching role and more the support guide it's a coaching role isn't it parenting is it for me as a coaching role it's my hardest coaching role that's for sure but you know it is that place of stepping back and not trying to you know guide them down a particular path but you know like coaching being their thinking partner of helping them to look at things from different perspectives and find their own way forward and I think that's a huge life skill that as as parents you know it's one of I think for me as a parent one of the toughest challenges of learning to start to take a step back and trusting that you've done the right things in the early years or the best thing that you can do in the early years that has given them the tools and skills to be able to do that. Mm. And now it's a case of taking that step back and, and helping them find their own confidence to be able to do that. And it's it's tough as a parent that, you know, when they get to those years where you can't fix and you have to step back and, and let them fix while you support, it's, it's, a, tough, it's a tough one. <laughs> I've got that all to come. <laughs> Um, so what do you think in this modern world and to a degree let's sort of put the pandemic to one side what do you think is the biggest challenge that people nowadays are facing I think so it's such a tough it's a tough question because <laughs> when when I saw the question as that for the for that individual that challenge is their biggest challenge to you or to me looking at that individual we might think well that's not a big challenge you just need to do xyz yeah. and sort it all out for you but for that individual in that moment that is their biggest challenge and i think that's that for me is the tough part at the moment and and i think actually that's probably representative of people's challenges a lot of the time is that for that individual that is their biggest challenge it might not feel for them that it's a challenge for anybody else. And so that it's that be kind, isn't it? That kindness to you don't know what other people are working through, that kindness to respecting that that is how they feel, that is their response. That's that's how they feel in this moment. And it's not for you to tell them otherwise. It's not for you to put your perspective on it. And I think that's the biggest challenge of, it is different for different people that is their biggest challenge for them and it's that acceptance the respect and the kindness that we all need to show to each other that all of our challenges are different and um, but they are a big challenge for us in that moment and it's that for me it's the kindness and respect of not trying to be dismissive or minimize other people's challenges yeah I, I, I totally agree with you I can I can understand um how it's I was going to say it's sort of like can lead to one-upmanship if that makes sense where you know an individual like exactly like you've said they may going be going through a tough time and you look at their situation and you go oh well surely that's dead easy I'm having a more challenging time because I've got x y and z to deal with yeah and it is going well hang on you know what we're going through is personal to us that person has got their challenge exactly like you've said and that might be really difficult and actually who are you to judge or it's none of your business in that sense yes you know be there to support them to listen but 
it's not about comparing who, who's got the biggest challenge, who's in the worst situation, yeah. and who's who's who needs the more most help. Yeah. I so, think we all have different tools in the toolbox to be able to tackle the challenges that we have, and mm. we all have different emotional responses to the challenges that we have. Don't you see it? You know, when celebrities or people with a lot of money have mental health illnesses and it's like well what have you you know why why have you got you haven't got mental health challenges because look at your lifestyle look at how much money you've got you know it's that assumption and that judgment that some people's challenges are not they're not worthy to have those challenges or they don't does you know they they have too much of this to be able to have this as a challenge and we don't know any of that and I think that's that's for me as you know if I could you know that's the one thing I would love to be able to help just to take that step back of that's their challenge that's that's the biggest thing in their world right now for them and so where can you show some kindness to help give them that support not you you're not there to fix you're not there as a rescuer excuse me you're there to support and you try and understand if you don't understand why it's important to them then take some time to try and understand why that's why that's a challenge for them yeah. but you can't it's that dismissive dismissal and and minimizing other people's challenges so so on that basis for our listeners who are ready to and sort of taking your words rise from the ashes and make changes what advice would you give oh hey generic <laughs> generic <laughs> <laughs> Not, this is the challenge isn't it it's not one size fits all so mm. uh, but I think common themes are um take taking the taking the ownership and responsibility of what you can control and what you are responsible for I think that's probably the first thing is you know the not not looking at where you can place blame elsewhere but where you can actively as uncomfortable as it is, look at the decisions that you're making, the behaviours and habits that you have, what is contributing to the situation that you're in now that you can take ownership and responsibility for. And that's really tough. You know, that's not an easy ask. Um, but I think that's that's quite often just taking notice of where you are and what's happening is you know, where you'll get, where are you getting in your own way? You know, it's, this is not where other people are getting in your way or where situations are getting in your way. It's where are you getting in your own way? Because when you work that bit out, that's where you have complete control over what you now do differently. So that's, that's probably, that's probably one thing that it looks very different for different people, but that ultimately is, you know, is the, probably the, the step before the first step of just sitting in that very uncomfortable place and going, okay, let's let's not put the blame elsewhere for a moment. Let's look at where where I am contributing to this, and what can I then do differently. Mm. That's probably it. Looks very different for different people, but I think that's it's the step before the first step. <laughs> and what three things would you like our listeners to take away from our conversation today? Ooh be interesting to see what I come up with and what people do actually take, take away because it's interesting when you work whatever headspace you're in of what resonates in different conversations at different time I love the expression of when you're ready to learn the teacher will appear 
and how we hear things differently when we're ready to hear it and we're ready to hear it in a in a different way so um okay let me answer the question uh, so <laughs> i think uh take take the learning and not the experience you, you don't need to bring the whole experience with you and as you get older there's there's way way too many experiences to keep carrying so you need to pick out the learning you know one positive one negative if nothing else especially if you're an overthinker of having that more structural more, more of a structure to what worked well what didn't work well what would I do differently next time take those three things forward and, and leave everything else behind um, on this on continuing that theme the letting go the acceptance mindset let let things go accept what the, that you might never have all of the answers accept that you might not ever be in control of certain things and just that acceptance mindset of letting things go and then thirdly I think the last thing that we were just talking about take ownership and responsibility of the role that you play in in your life and yeah, I think that would be, that would be my three. But it'd be interesting to to know what what three things people take away, what resonates with people. Oh, and before we end, and finally, how can people find out more about you and the work you do? Probably best to head straight to the website, so phoenixlifecoach.co.uk. Uh, there's all of the links to the social media channels, <clears throat> excuse me, YouTube, podcast, etc., all on, on the website, free resources on there. And then there's an about me page and how you can how you can find out more about working with me if that's what you're interested in. But there's also lots of lots of free resources and, and things that people can can take a look at and have a have a good nose through with a with a cuppa. Oh, it's been lovely chatting to you. I, I could continue chatting for probably the rest of the day, but we have things to do. Um, thanks, Zoe. And thank you, everyone, for listening. I hope you enjoyed our conversation as much as I did. If you're interested in finding out how you can work with me and how I can help you, then head over to my website, www.mummyonabreak.com co.uk and click on work with me. Take care.